Good afternoon. My name is Nomin Songuzi. I am the founder and the managing director of Nisi Business Solutions, a human resources consultancy. What inspired me to work in human resources? Firstly, it is my passion for people. And I was fortunate enough to study industrial psychology, which is basically the study of human behavior in the working environment. But mostly it was the pain of seeing people going to work for the sake of putting food on the table not because they get any fulfillment out of out of their work. So my resolve was to change that. I believe that everyone has a God-given unique skill or talent, and my job as a human resources professional allows me to get people to realize this and to mine this precious talent that is inside of them and to their own benefit as well as to the benefit of their employers. The qualities that are required for for an HR person to be successful, it's firstly confidentiality. We deal with people's lives. Some of the things that we deal with, they really extend beyond the the work premises. They, They touch on the people's lives, the people's families. So it's very important for people to trust you enough with their information that it it is not going to be spread across the organization. So that's where confidentiality comes in. Uh, The second one is empathy. People should be able to approach you with their challenges. There's a need for tenacity and resilience. An HR person has to be flexible. One has to know when it is time to be firm about certain decisions as well as to be understandable and also try to 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 assist employees where you can the other skills is being a good negotiator you all know that in hr there is a, a labor relations side to it where you deal with uh, the unions you negotiate salaries you negotiate conditions of employment so it's very important for someone to have patience and negotiation skills and the last one is networking being able to form relationships People should be able to, to relate to you. Should, people should be able to feel comfortable to come and approach you with any issue, any issue that they have. Um, about NISI, um, NISI exists to provide human capital solutions that unlock the inborn ability of people at work. The work that we do always results in our clients being high-performing organizations with high motivated um, and engaged workforce, well-informed workforce that is led by strong executive teams. Why I chose to start my own business um, is that I've been fortunate enough to gain experience from the most reputable and leading companies in various industries like mining, construction, manufacturing, and steel, And I saw the outstanding results of my work in those organizations. And I therefore thought that I could extend this to more than one company. Uh, I could go and create value for others as well, hopefully beyond the South African borders one day. The most challenging work we do as as a business is also in, in HR. Firstly, I must say, because I love my job, every challenge is an opportunity for me to push myself to be better in what I do. And then 
moving on to what really gets to us is the the leadership mindset to HR. There's most organizations that still regard HR as a fluffy um, function. They don't understand the strategic um, part that HR plays in an organization. As a result, when it's time to, to, to cut down the costs, they start in HR. They start in um, the training budget, which impacts on people. The, 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 the sad thing is that an organization could have the best strategy in place, but if the people are not aligned, if the people are not motivated, that strategy will never be successful. Uh, the other pains that we see around retrenchments, around the unfair treatment of employees by, by management, as well as seeing organizations fail because they don't do justice to the, the, the people management field in general. Mistakes that um, small businesses make in HR I think I need to start by saying that um, starting a business is quite difficult and there are stages that each business goes through. There are growth stages that they go through. The initial years are spent on the survival mode. It is all about getting business. It is all about getting as much business so that the business can survive uh, so most of the HR or the most formal um, functions of the big corporates or a bigger organizations as well as compliance, they are not given the focus that is, uh, that is required, which is understandable because without the money from the projects that the entrepreneur is trying to get, those will not make any, any they, will, they will not add any value. So as time goes on, most entrepreneurs, they fail to realize when the business is moving out of the survival mode or other stages of growth until it's too late and they get overwhelmed by what is happening. And the signs of, of, of that stage is the, the labor relations issues that come up the salary-related issues, the fact that there aren't enough, um, there's no clarity in terms of job profiles, uh, what the person is accountable for, people, they find themselves doing everything and anything because they are still, the company is still um, operating at that survival mode, whereas it has grown out of it into a better or another stage of the business. So that's, that's basically the mistake that I have seen with many of, of the small businesses that have grown. Um, the question around how companies build staff morale during the, the, the pandemic, it is basically to maximize the employee experience through employee engagement. That is making people still feel part of the organization. Communication is very important. Leadership visibility and support is, is very important. People still need to, to hear from the leader, the CEO, the, the immediate manager. It, the, the fact that people are working from home 
it should not be a way of, of checking whether they are doing their work or not. Some of them, they are so used to being part of the team. Some of them are extroverts. They still need that, that sense of belonging. So it's very important for leadership to be empathetic, for leadership to, to support the employees, talk to them. And um, they should trust you enough, even if they are experiencing problems with um, wellness, you know, your work-life balance, because they are working from home, they should be able to highlight those issues and trust that leadership will be there for them to, to assist in terms of coming up with solutions on how to be the best employees, even if they are sitting at home. And then in terms of the online communications um, during the, 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 the pandemic or when employees are working remotely, um, this, this time calls for a collaboration between human resources and the communications department. Besides the Teams meetings or the Zoom meetings that happen between the employer and the employee, which are normally formal, they talk about work, they talk about performance, what needs to be done and so forth. Um, things like virtual coffees with um, staff could assist where there's no agenda. It's just the leadership talking to employees about um, life issues. How are the families doing? How are the employees doing with their families? What's happening out there? Sharing information so that employees can feel part of the team. They don't feel alone sitting at home. Uh, the other one is the CEOs talk to the staff, whether it's through the CEO's desk, maybe once a month, there is a publication or there is a, a, a recording of the CEO uh, addressing the employees. The use of the intranet for staff support, um, SMSs, WhatsApp messages for, for, for support, those kind of things would really help in terms of getting the employees engaged, getting employees to still feel that they are part of the organization.